Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sounders, episode 365 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Of course, I am Brian Breaker, and I am being joined, as always, by Big underscore Birthday Bane. What's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. Big three five. How you feeling? Big thirty five. Feeling feeling like thirty four. <laughs> you know. You don't look a day over thirty three. So. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, it's episode three sixty five, which is crazy because if we did one episode a day, we would be at one year. Yes. Could you imagine trying to do this every single day? I probably would have quit after like two weeks. That it's way too much. Yeah. Way, way too, too much, much podcasting. Still 365, man. That's a lot. That's a lot. We're actually approaching seven years. Yeah. That's like, you know, there's sentence terms that are shorter than that. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, like prison sentences. So, yeah, yeah. pretty wild. Uh, we got some wrestling talk. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk. Of course, uh, Resolution Reckoning is coming. Well, actually, it already happened. It happened uh, yesterday. Yeah, it was As, yesterday. Not going to spoil nothing for nobody. Nothing for nobody. But uh, today, I guess we'll talk about maybe next month a little bit. I'm down for that. Okay. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's available. Resolution Reckoning is available on YouTube. We call it a pay-per-view. It's not really a pay-per-view. That's just kind of what we stylized it as. Yep. So check it out. It's there. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, the, the final first-round matchup in our best-to-never-be-WWE be championship tournament. Mm-hmm. Things mm-hmm. are getting interesting there, man. Yeah, they are. Our last match for the first round. I'm excited. Um, so, Bane, you doing any uh, stock market trading lately? <laughs> no. no, I did not. Uh, I actually have a Robinhood account, but it turns out that that, uh, that, that was not a good idea because they, they put a halt to all that crap. But pretty wild times, man. I mean, so... You are probably more in tune with this than I am. What the hell happened? Like, if if you could describe it to like, like me, like I don't know. So, what the hell happened? Describe it to me like I'm in five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, so I, I wanted to eliminate Stan. <laughs> right. <laughs> Basically, like from what I gather is, I mean, we all know that like GameStop has been on the been on the train to the you know what they were dying. Whatever. Sure. I don't know what the hell I was trying to say, but. Um, a bunch of redditors got together and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna buy a shit ton of GameStop stop." And 
GameStop stock. That's hard it, to say. It is. Maybe and, that's why they did it. And I, I, I don't know if it was intentional to just completely screw out Wall Street. I had to have been. It had to have been because I'm sure there's a lot of guys that are way more savvy about stocks than I am. Well, you even said Redditors. But, yeah. Red, I mean, and that, that kind those, of tells you. Right. And so they, um, they got together. Got all this stock for GameStop, and it was not only GameStop; it was like AMC, Bed Bath and Beyond. There was a bunch of them, and which, as they, we know with AMC, they've been in trouble. Obviously, after the right, pandemic yeah. they've had, and so they basically jacked the stock price up. I I do know I, it's hard for me to fully understand it because again, I'm not really in that system very much, so I don't really know what all's going on. But I think there's something called like shorthand borrowing or something like that, and somebody out there is pissed off because I'm not explaining it, but. Um, but like you basically like borrow from one of the wall street guys, you sell it, but you have to pay, pay back to the, to the guys you borrowed. Mm. And so similar to like a drug deal almost, you know, <laughs> right. you, you, you get your stuff, you sell it and you keep the profits. And so that happened, but it got to be to where for once wall street started realizing that the price was getting jacked up, they're like, well, F that we're going to buy it back. And so they bought it all back, but like it costed them. So much money because like, the the price jacked up. Price jacked up from like I think it was like three or four dollars all the way up to like I think the last high, last highest price I saw was like four fifty or something like that. Yeah, and so it was like it was insane. And so basically, I think there was one business that even filed for bankruptcy like within a matter of a day. Yeah, and uh, which I I hear again. I'm not we're not Wall Street people, but that is such a up and down type of business. Yes. You know. Oh yeah. And it's, it's literally a gamble. And, um, but anyway, so I, there's a couple companies like Robin hood and I think there's like a, I think it's called Weeble or something like that. And they ended up just stopping all, all buying. Like you couldn't buy any more stock in these companies. All you could do is sell. And so now the big thing is like, well, we're just going to hold our shares. We're going to wait you guys out. Mm. And so, so it's really pretty insane what's going on right now. It made for a fun birthday. I'll tell you that much. I yeah, well, it definitely had everyone talking. And yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I I pay I don't usually pay attention to stuff like that, but when it keeps happening, you kind of have to, right? Well, it was it, to me it was like coronavirus. It was like so in your face that it was like, "Okay, I got to figure out what's going on." And why GameStop, you right. know? And yeah. so that's that's what's so interesting about it. That being said, will the stock market ever be the same? Or will this ha- how easily this could happen again, right? Right. I think it's going to be one of those things where they're going to have to open it up and make it more accessible for everybody. Or they're going to have to put rules and regulations in place to where like, the people on Wall Street can't make billions of dollars when right. guys like you and me can't make hardly anything. Right. Because so. it's such a such a gamble to get into. Right. Very interesting, though. Yeah, very interesting. And again... <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, so I could have explained all that way wrong. Don't get mad if I did. Dude, I, uh, Jeff from Fully Posable is like probably losing his mind right now, just screaming at his phone. <laughs> Got radical skedaddle spilled all over his house because he's just flipping out. <laughs> Why does he still have radical skedaddle in his house? I don't know. I'm because that's because uh, he, he bought it just so he could spill it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You crazy. Well, maybe he was trying to clean his countertops, and he's like, "Oh, this is. I thought this was Windex because that's what it tastes like." <laughs> Which here's the. How do you know what Windex tastes like, pal? I mean, we we know Jeff. <laughs> it doesn't shock me that he knows what Windex tastes like. <laughs> the more you learn about somebody. <laughs> I mean, he eats hot dogs from under the bed. Yeah, he keeps them there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, doesn't, Windex is like the least of my concerns with that guy. That's what he washes him down with. Like, <laughs> Beldar Conehead didn't he use Windex <laughs> to cool down his uh, his mouth? Right. Um 
we got some wrestling talk, so uh, what do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them bang energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bane, I think this was probably the biggest wrestling-based news that, um, you know, for us, uh, the WWE Network announced they were basically absorbed from Peacock, from NBC. Yeah, which is... Such big news and really weird because the network really isn't that old. I mean, it's probably one of the more older streaming services when you think about it because they were before a lot of these. I think the only ones they didn't really get beat out by were like Netflix and Hulu. Right. As far as like big streaming And they were probably the first that was like very specific content. Right. Yeah. And so uh, it's kind of interesting to see that they're getting bought out. Kind of, I mean, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of cool things about it, but there's a lot of unknowns that we'll have to kind of wait and see. So I'm right. excited to see how it goes. I think it is cool that um, we get The Office and Parks and Rec and Superstore and all these like great sitcoms plus WWE all in the same place. I think that's amazing. Um, from what we understand, the Peacock subscription number is $4.99 a month, yep. which includes commercials. Yep. You can do nine ninety nine a month, yep. which is no commercial. So essentially, you're paying the same money, and you get all this yeah. content added. Yeah, if it stays the same. But a question I've had because I've I've seen WWE toying with this for a while was prices for pay per views. Yeah. Now, so if you one thing I brought up to you because we didn't know the answer. If you were on the four ninety nine plan and you were like, oh, I want to watch WrestleMania, do they put in ads? Yeah. If that's the case, it's a live stream. Does it stop? What happens? And another thing we have to factor into, to my knowledge, unless I'm missing something on the app, Peacock doesn't do live streams right now. Sure. So, because well, well, what would they have to live stream? Right. So they will probably be starting over, and so the first couple of streams, like, are probably going to be shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, until they get it figured out, unless they just hire on to the people who were running the live stream from WWE. Which could be. It could be the case. Probably would be the smartest idea. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how, how it plays out. I do have a feeling that, similar to like what Disney Plus does, things are going to be cycled out. So, like, I bet all the WCW pay-per-views won't stay there forever. I bet all the ECW pay-per-views won't stay there. Could be. Um, I bet a lot of the old Raws, Nitros, things like that, Velocity, you know, shit like that is probably going to go away. Might come back for a little while, but like I um, hope not. They'll they'll probably have to make room because now it's not just WWE; it's you know WWE Everything. plus NBC, and so yeah. it's they, they're gonna. I mean, I, I don't I don't know how storage works on things like that, but I mean, it can only take so much. Well, and and that's what's so interesting is you know WWE adds a lot of new documentaries mm-hmm. pretty often untold and yeah. you know Broken Skull Sessions and all these different. I just watched one on AJ Styles yeah. and the Royal Rumble. I'm curious if we will have as many of those or if they will be limited. You know what I mean? Like there's they a lot of be. a lot of questions we don't know. They might be, um, and which to me wouldn't bother me. I mean. Like there's some like I'm 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 actually excited to watch the uh, documentary on Bianca Belair that just mm-hmm. recently came out. I'm excited to see that, but I, I think um, I think there's a lot of them that I don't really need to see. I did, like didn't they do one recently on Our Truth, like some sort of documentary on? Him? Yeah, it's, it's been like, a while, but yeah, like, I I love Our Truth, but it's like I don't really need to watch a documentary on. 
But it's it's one of those things because you have the network. You're like, oh, I can watch this, right? Yeah. But if they take it away, it's like, well, damn it, you know. Yeah. That's kind of the the yeah. thought process I have there. And like I said, I I kind of wonder if looks. I think they said they're taking over in March, I believe. Yes. So the first pay per view will probably be WrestleMania. WrestleMania or whatever. I mean, they usually do like some shitty roadblock or something Fast like that. Fast lane or something. Uh, yeah. What makes me wonder though if all of a sudden it's like WrestleMania on Peacock, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Plus your subscription. And I'm not saying that it will happen, but I wouldn't be shocked if it did. I wouldn't be shocked either. Uh, but I think, I still think 1999 is a lot better than uh, AEW's 59.99. Sure. And well, I think they're 49.99. Well, but yeah, yeah, 50 still, bucks. 50 bucks. Um, so, I mean, $20 still like less than half the price. So. But that includes your, your subscription. So that's at least five or $10. Right. But I mean, it's. Still, like, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, that also would mean that they would have to go back to stepping up their game um, for pay-per-views. Right. Because, I mean, you and I both know that they, since the network That's has come very out, good point. they've been really laxed on how they book things and mm-hmm. been really just like, eh, we'll do this, whatever. They'll have to want go back to, like, hey, we got to sell this shit, you know, Get the best possible card on here. Well, and that's what makes me wonder about the pay per views, right? Because let's let's say they decide, okay, we're going to sell the big four, the other mid level ones; those are included, but we'll sell WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. I'll buy the Royal Rumble because yeah. I love that show. Yeah. I'll probably buy WrestleMania. I'm skipping SummerSlam and Survivor Series most likely, dude. But do they come right. archived one month later? Yeah. So if that's the case, I'm not buying any pay-per-view live. Well, that's yeah, you know, well, so and and you and I both know Twitter is a hell of a thing. Right. We can watch on Twitter. Right. I mean, they they show most of the pay-per-view in GIFs. Mm-hmm. And half the time, like a lot of the ones are showing now, I'm like, eh. Right. I don't need to watch it anyway, so why would I pay? Right. If I'm not even gonna watch it as part of my you know subscription. So there's a lot of questions to be answered. I think we'll hopefully get there. I I would say on Peacock's end, the more they can keep it the same, the better. Yeah. But as you know, there will definitely be changes, I'm sure. Well, Peacock is about to find out firsthand just how big of a bunch of whiny bitches the wrestling community is. Well, they've probably already gotten it because they took the office from Netflix. Yeah. yeah. I mean, legit, people are still upset about that. Oh, yeah. So To me, that's not a big deal. The only thing I don't like is I, it's I'm... It's cheaper than yeah. Netflix, yeah. like if you want to watch The Office. Yeah, even if you do the no commercials. So, like, it's... And I don't know about you, but, like... Since the office got like left, I realized like Netflix really isn't that good. I say I don't. There's not a ton on there I watch anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like there's not much on Netflix. Yeah, like, I mean there is, but it's there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, oh, that looks good, but it, I've never been like, oh man, I gotta watch like, it. Like I've watched a few serial killer documentaries recently that were really good, but like as far as like can't get enough serial killers. Dude, <laughs> there's some of them that are really good, man. Uh, yeah. But um, but it's like as far as like the sitcoms, there's not a, a lot of sitcoms left on there that are good. Yeah, uh, there's not a lot of like comedy movies that are good. I mean, a lot of them are just the dumb comedies. But mm-hmm. it's just it's not that good. No, I, I can I can definitely agree with that. Uh, Edge has uh, made the official announcement. He is going to be in the Royal Rumble for 2021 here. He has declared for the Royal Rumble. He has declared. Whatever the hell that means. Why do they keep using that word? I well it. It's not even the word, it's the phrasing using that word. They're like missing part of the sentence yeah. when they say that. It's like he is, if they're going to say that, they need to say like he has declared himself to be a participant in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. 
Like, you can't just say, like, he's declared the Royal Rumble. Like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Gotta love the writers. These guys are paid money for that. You're you know, right. That's just, every time I see that, I'm like, this is the dumbest fucking tweet. <laughs> but Edge is in the Royal Rumble. A lot of people are kind of upset, thinking, man, that was a pretty obvious good surprise entrant. You know, I mean, I know they just did it last year, right. but he hasn't really been around. Like his 2020 run will probably go down as, and not on him personally, but it's one of the worst runs. Yeah. For a return ever. Yeah, the situation behind his return, I mean, which nobody saw coming, but it just really But even then, like, he, he did the Rumble, he did a match with Orton, and then another match with Orton, and he was hurt. Yeah. That was it. That yeah. was all he did. I yeah. mean, the entire year. That sucks. Yeah. So, hopefully this is kind of the start of something, you know? Um, I hope so. But again, I go back to, like, when Daniel Bryan announced he was in the Royal Rumble in 2015 after being away and dropping mm-hmm. the belts, it's like... How is that not a surprise? Right. The, why take away that amazing reaction he's going to get? Like, why? Yeah. I, I, I look at it like, as far as announcements go, it should only be people that you see week to week. Even if it is somebody who's on the roster, if they've been injured, you got to keep that shit quiet. I always go back to the Triple H return mm-hmm. and how big of a pop that was. Sure. And even the John Cena. I mean, I'm, you know. Well, in the but, Triple H one, he he was announced for the match. Was he? Well, your the return he, when he returned to TV, the pop he got. Okay, okay. But yeah, that promo was when he actually announced he was in the Royal Rumble. But what if? Got it. He didn't announce that, right? And then Austin's in the ring, and all of a sudden Triple H's music hits. Right. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Right. I mean, the things like that. It's like it. Those pops are like really make that moment special, mm-hmm. and it's it's again like, the AJ Styles pop, dude. Right. It was one because everyone kind of speculated. You didn't everyone kind of knew. Yeah. But and all of a sudden there's that music you don't know. Like, who is this? And then he, you know, you see the crowd erupt. Right. Shot horribly, but so good. The Hardy Boys at WrestleMania. You know, I mean, those surprises make the night memorable. Yes. And, and when you take that away, it, it just becomes another day. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's one of those things. I mean, yeah, Edge came back and returned last year, but like, and that was what a moment, you know? right? And, and it was it, even though everybody knew, it was still a surprise because they never came right out and said it, right? But like, if if they would have done that again with him, I mean, I still think that they've got a. I feel like they have to have an ace up their sleeve to right. some degree. Like, I mean, there, there's still the possibility of the Rock being there. I mean, yeah. if you know, I mean, if they're still wanting to go that route, but like, well, the, the question comes up, like, okay, if if Roman. You know, like he's he's wrestling Kevin Owens, which nothing against, not a knock on Kevin Owens. I don't think anyone's like, oh my god, finally, right? We just saw it last month. You know, right. they teased the Adam Pierce match, which again is weird, weird and a bit throwaway. Even though it, I think would have been fun to see. Yeah, who the hell does he work at Mania? Yeah, if it's not The Rock or Goldberg, I mean, if yeah. they are unifying the titles, yeah, and that's not good. It's a terrible idea. A horrible idea. So. And you know what? I, if if they want to use Goldberg later, I, I'm fine with Goldberg and Roman at like Fastlane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I want to see it, but if that's but don't it's not main event of WrestleMania. No. For whatever reason, that's what they keep going back to. Well, and and it's not main event of WrestleMania. And then again, like it's it, it takes away one of your other big matches, like because then if it is a champion versus champion match, like then one of your other top stars and Drew McIntyre, what the hell does he do now? Right. And so it really takes takes away from that, and he wrestles Kevin Owens, you know, right? And so it's it's one of those things where like you just if you're gonna have separate titles, then keep separate titles, you know. I mean, 
Well, why have? Yeah, I, I agree. There's like no reason to to separate them, merge them, separate them. Like, quit doing that shit. Yeah. Uh, Sting has made some news lately. Obviously, you know, a few months ago, he shows up in AEW. The speculation on, is he going to wrestle? What's he going to do? Mm-hmm. Why is he there? It has now been announced that at Revolution, him and Darby Allen will face Team Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks in a street fight. Yes. People are speculating that this will be cinematic style, mm-hmm. which I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah. But what do you think it's going to, like, how is this going to be? Uh, I mean, I think it'll be good. You know, I think it'll be good. I don't think it's going to be spectacular. I mean, but I mean, I don't know. I think I think I think it will be fun for what it is. I mean, I'm not too invested in um, Sting being the guy to face. Yeah, who who is it? Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Right. I mean that that it gives them a rub. I think and it gives Darby. them a big rub. And Darby. Yeah. Yeah. It gives them a big rub to to be in there with Sting. But like for Sting, it's I feel like he should be there with Cody Rhodes or Dustin Rhodes or you know. Yeah. I mean it should be or even Kenny Omega. I mean it. He shouldn't. I feel like he's kind of like lingering in the mid card right now, and it's kind of weird. It's it's interesting, yeah, right. But at the same time, like if if they're using, I feel like AEW. One thing they have really tried to do is take a established talent and get the rub off of him to mm-hmm. a under established talent. Matt Hardy's kind of doing that with Private Party, you yeah. know, trying to give them a rub, and you kind of see it like with you know Jericho and MJF now, and Jericho kind of do that with Orange Cassidy, where they're trying to take the established guys and help bring up. The lower end guys, so that may be what they're trying to do. I'm not saying it's the best move, but who knows? Do you think that'll work with guys like 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 the guys? Like I think Darby Allen's amazing. Ricky Starks is is great, but but these are also really young guys. They got a lot of years under their belt mm-hmm. before they're like great. Um, like do you, like how do you do you think it's too early to be helping them like that? I don't know because I don't. What is this? Like, right. Like, that's the thing is it's hard to say what this is going to be. Yeah. Like we don't know what this match is. Is it cinematic? Is it right? Is it like are they fighting in the woods? Like you know what I mean? Like because I I hear street fight. I, I immediately kind of just think the boneyard match right. to a degree. Right. So I don't know, and I, and I'm I personally kind of hope that's the route they go because I would like to see if Sting is able to do something along the lines of this. For a couple of years, I'm all for it. Yeah, you know, and like you mentioned that with the Undertaker, like yeah. maybe he can do this for a couple of years and yeah. he'll be fine. I don't know, and maybe it's a thing where it starts in the street, but it ends up in the ring, but yeah. he doesn't have to take any bumps. I don't know. I don't know what the right call is. Yeah, and I definitely don't think he should be taking bumps. No, definitely not. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just it's interesting to me because like I do. I mean, obviously, like that's a tried and true system. But like you know, I think of like Orange Cassidy. He Really did become a star after the run with Chris Jericho that he that he did, and I mean MJF is already a star, but being there with Chris Jericho it really helps. helps. Yeah. yeah, and so I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see how it goes, but like I think um, I don't know. I'm not really sold on the Taz Team Taz faction though. I sure, think that's my that's my thing. Um, right, and I and I think that's where it's it's interesting because you know you look at Sting's WWE run. He wrestles Seth Rollins, gets hurt in the match, and that's like the last we saw him in the ring for WWE. And that was like, what, five, six years ago now? Yeah. It's been a while. It's weird. Right. But it's also like, I can see where he's like, okay, that's not how I wanted it to end. Sure, yeah. But this probably isn't either. Right. That And that's where it's like, like you said, I look at Cody and I'm like, 
you're wearing a blonde flat top. There ain't no way he ain't doing the surfer sting paint at some point. Right. You know, yeah. like that's kind of probably gonna be something that happens. But they also may be saving that. And that and that could be a great send off match. I mean, and that may be what it is. And I mean, it's to, to me, it's still no sting and taker. But like, yeah, that moment's passed. But there's but who is the sting and taker in, in AEW? There's, there's not. There's not anybody. There's not. And so I mean, there's there really isn't. To me, there's no more dream matches as far as legends go, except for Sting and Taker. Right. That's the last dream match left, and I feel like the moment's passed because of their age. Sure. And and so... Well, Taker's basically, for all intents and purposes, ridden off into the sunset now. Right. right? And I... I understand he's kind of done that before. Yeah. But it's more official now. Yeah, it's definitely more official. And so it's... So I feel like there's no more dream matches left, and I feel like Sting now is trying to find that last moment now that because there is a void because we all know that he wanted Sting versus Taker too. Yeah, and so I think now he's probably trying to just fill that void of like, well, what's my last match now? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think if he would have done Sting and Taker, he would have been like, yeah, cool, let's call it quits. Sure, you know, but it's kind of weird that they didn't. Really weird, and especially after the Boneyard match, like. If they could have just been like, okay, take her. Let's do one more, you and Sting. That'll be it. And I kind of wonder, you know, because of that Legends figure that just got pulled like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was done. It was ready to go. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that's not happening. It's like, what? Kind of led to the belief that like, he's out of there. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if he just straight up was like, no, we're not doing it. Yeah. Then what am I doing here? Right. Like, what am I? Tr- I'm trying to get this done. You guys did it with AJ. It was great. Yeah. Why not? Which, I I mean, I watched that documentary about the, the Boneyard match with Taker. Um, and even Taker mentioned, like, he, he was like, I, this kind of sucks. He's like, as soon as your body gets warmed up, cut, go chill out for a minute. You know, and it's like, by the time you get back into it, your body's cold again. Mm-hmm. He's like, it, it's really hard on your body. It's a 30-minute fight scene. Right. And he's like, it's kind of, it's pretty hard on your body doing these Doing these cinematic, so to be fair though, that was a first, that was one of the first ones I did. Right. So they probably have a better idea now. Sure. Because you can, oh, yeah. it doesn't have to be consistent action. Yeah. There can be, like I think it'd be Team Taz trying to find Sting. That could be t- ten minutes. Oh yeah, big time. you know if they're out in the big woods time. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that they could do. One thing I would like to see, and I know it's kind of a touchy subject, probably always will be, but I would like to see him like do the falling from the rafters thing. Cinematically, I think that would be great because it's safer, right? Yeah, um, you know, and if they could figure out a way to do that safely just for that cinematic match, I think that'd be incredible, absolutely. Or even if Darby, like him and Darby both did it, yeah, you know, I think that'd be incredible. Same time, maybe, right? Yeah, that'd be super cool. Shaq has, uh, I guess, officially, I don't think it's officially announced, but apparently at Revolution, Shaq and uh, I think Jade Cargill's her name will be facing Cody and Red Velvet. How you feel about that? It's supposed to be Brandy. She's pregnant, obviously, so it's not happening. Shout out to WCW in 2021. Right? You know? I mean, good God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Shaq was supposed to wrestle Big Show a few years ago. That didn't materialize. Right. And we all give we all give WWE hell for those type of matches too. I mean, the only one that got a pass was Arrow. You know, Stephen yeah. Amell. I mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, these celebrity matches are dog shit. I mean, it is Shaq, so I get it. Cause he's a monster. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, as far as basketball, like, there's he's on that list of like five people that everybody knows. Even right. you know nothing about basketball, right? I mean, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Shaq. He's right in there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, Shaq and Cody. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. It's I mean, weird, right? Yeah. Well, to be fair, I mean, the only giant you really have in AEW is uh, Luchasaurus. And, you know, he's really only, what, like 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six, he's not even that tall. Is he not that tall? He's, he's a few inches taller than I am. So, like, yeah, I mean. He looks tall compared to the guys he's working And that's just it, you know. So, I mean, like, there's really nobody there to face Shaq. That's he's probably 6'5", approaching 6'6", six, six with the right boots, right. would be my guess. Yeah. But, right. I mean, and that's and that's tall, but that's not wrestling tall. Right. Shaq's, so, like, legit 7 foot. So. Right. I mean, he was taller than Big Show when they went face to face, right? He's <laughs> right. a big guy. I get it, but I mean, like, he ain't no spring chicken either. No, and he's also <laughs> not in basketball shape no more. Right. So, again, I go back to like, do we need this? I get it, but is it's, this something like, oh man, we got to order? It's like Cara Malone and well, Dennis that's, Rodman. You that's know? exactly what it is. It's that. It's the um, the. The talk show hosts back in the whatever Jay Leno. Yeah, it's the it's the celebrity. You know, we need the we need the highlights on the TV. You know. Well, and I think oddly enough, a lot of people thought Stephen Amell. You brought him up earlier. Where that was what he was going to be. Yeah. And Arrow wasn't that popular yet. CW has never been like the top network, right? No. And so people, I and I had even heard that one of the reasons Cody left in 2016 was he was supposed to wrestle Stephen in a singles. Mm-hmm. At WrestleMania 32, mm. and he ends up in that ladder match, and I guess he was just like, "Fuck this." Yeah. So I get it, you know. And now that you know, it's been over a year, and Stephen Amell still hasn't popped up in AEW is kind of right. A little odd to me. I do know he's been filming the Heels show. He so. has, and I I would bet timing wise, yeah. it's around the premiere of that show, right? I mean, right. that would make the most sense. Well, and on, and and also too, they've probably had to put off a lot of filming because of they COVID. Did. So like, and he got it himself. Yeah, and so there's been there's probably been a lot of hiccups. So it probably could have been earlier, had it not been for COVID. Yeah, but you know, I I think it's I think in due time we'll see Stephen Amell back in an AEW ring. Well, that brings up a couple of points. Do we see a Shaq AEW figure? I mean, you almost have to, though, right? Yeah, yeah, if you're gonna, yeah. if you're gonna have that big son of a bitch on pay per view, you gotta have a shack. Can't even get a Jungle Boy figure. I mean, actually, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if we'll, uh, if we'll see a Shaq figure. I mean, he's had plenty of figures in the past. I mean, never a wrestling figure. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, well, and the Stephen Amell AEW figure would be pretty fun too. I love Stephen Amell, Stephen Amell AEW figure. And I mean, if you, with them doing the chases, how cool would it be to do a a chase where it's like he's kind of Arrow guard, Green Arrow, yeah. That would oh, be yeah. that would be badass. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Well, we got a little bit of movie and TV talk. So, what do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is Breaking Bay up at the movies. Yeah, this is. Big underscore band. I tell you what, we got now. How about legit? Probably the biggest news. Uh, we've officially seen the trailer for the new. Uh, I believe it's called Godzilla versus Kong. This has been long rumored with the first Godzilla movie kind of being like the monster versus they were calling it, right? Like the multiverse and stuff. So we had uh, Godzilla, then we had Kong Skull Island, and now mm-hmm. like Godzilla more for the monsters or something. I still haven't seen that one. Yeah. Now we're gonna see Godzilla versus Kong. Does this interest you at all? Yes, it does. Um, I, 
I've never been a huge Godzilla fan or a King Kong fan. I mean, I always thought the the movies were kind of slow and kind of because it's all about that first of, of. I even heard with the first Godzilla movie, someone told me this. They said once you finally see him on screen, it's awesome, but that takes an hour. Right, and it's like okay, yeah. and like. Granted, these are movies that needed to be redone yeah. with current day effects, but yeah, I get you completely. Well, and like the last King Kong movie I saw was that one from like '04, maybe the Jack Black one. Uh, yeah, and the Skull Island one, I think you would and dig. That one, that one was like three hours long, and it was Too like long. dragging the entire movie. And so it was just one of those. Now there was one that um, I thought I did see because it had John C. Riley. That's in it. Skull Island. That came okay. in like 2016, 2017. I think I did see that one, and it actually wasn't bad. So that one, they actually talk about Godzilla in a okay. few subtle ways, kind of Marvel style, where yeah. they're like, they were like, we got to go research this. Look at all this stuff happening over here, and they were kind of saying like. Godzilla stuff's happening. Okay. And so it was kind of like a way to blend the two stories. Got it. Now, one thing that I guess a lot of people had issue with is that King Kong's the same size as Godzilla. Yeah. And in that movie, he wasn't. Well, they're saying that was based in the 70s. Yeah. And he's still growing. Right. And now, modern day, they're the same size. I think they have to be the same size for the movie to work. Yeah, because if he was like half the size of Godzilla, Godzilla would just probably eat him. Right. Or, you know, yeah. you know and it doesn't make any sense. But... um but one thing that I found interesting, and I don't know if it's the same universe, but the last Godzilla movie I saw, he was actually like a good guy in mm-hmm. the sense he was protecting the world. He stopped the other monsters. Here, it looks like he's like the villain and King Kong's trying to stop him. So it's I'm curious. Well, because right, the Godzilla movie, the first one, I believe, the other monsters come in, he destroys them. And once he destroys them, he kind of goes back into the water. Right. It was kind of like he didn't mean any harm. He right. was just... He just lives there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, so... I don't know. That's fun, though. I think these are cool what if movies. Yeah, and so I'm I'm excited to see it. I'm all about monster movies, man. Like this, I think I think they're fun. Um, uh, and like Skull Island was was super fun because, like you said, John C. Riley ended up being on that on that island for about thirty years or something. Yeah, and I, he was there during the war. Well, and what I, that him being in it was actually what prompted me to want to see that movie because then there was something on on the back of his jacket that he was wearing that it was actually like a um callback to one of the comedy movies he was in i can't remember what it was now but um like we, Step Brothers or something it, it was either Step Brothers or one of the other big movies he was in but it was um yeah i thought it was really funny but yeah it, i mean i liked the movies but yeah i'm excited to see this one because it movies like this where it's like the mashup fighting things like you feel like there's going to be a lot more action involved mm-hmm. you know i i go back to like uh you know, Alien versus Predator, or sure. even, even Freddy versus Jason. That was like less of a horror movie and more of an action movie. You know, and right because it's a it's a what if, right? And I think it's that cool, like, oh, I've seen all these Freddy movies, I've seen all these Jason movies. Right now, what happens? Right. You know, um, yeah, I remember the King Kong movie that Jack Black did. I remember that one. I think it was directed by Peter Jackson who did Lord of the Rings, and it was yeah. like, I think the running time was like three hours thirty eight minutes. Yeah. It's just like, good lord. Yeah. Way too long. It's a King Kong movie. You know, yeah. like, why is this so long? It needs to be an hour and a half tops. Right. Yeah. Doesn't need to be that long. Um, debuting on the CW here, uh, I think in February, Superman and Lois. This is, of course, an Arrowverse uh, spinoff show. I think it's, um, what, the third Superman movie in, the, like, 20 years? Or series, because we had Lois and Clark, then yeah. Smallville. And of course, Supergirl, which is this is a kind of a direct spinoff of that. What do you think? You're not a Superman guy, last I checked. So, you're gonna be checking this out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've been so out of the the 
the Arrowverse, you know, whatever, it, like series is for a while now. I don't know if I can get back into it. Do you want know to realize with those, the hardest thing about them is if you ever wanted to binge watch them, it's hard because around middle of the season is that big crossover. Yeah. And so, like, what do you do? Do you watch them out of order? Like, do you yeah. just watch that one random episode that has nothing to do with the entire... It's very difficult. You almost have to, like, skip those episodes and come back to them. It's almost like they should have made it, like, a movie. Yep. A made-for-television movie separate. Yep. Because it does not at all coincide with the season. Yep. I mean, it does, but you can't binge-watch Arrow because there's that one crisis episode that's, like, throws everything off. Well, it's connected to, like... Four or five different shows, and yeah, and how do, honestly, how do you keep up with all that? You just can't, and so it's just like if you just it, watch that separately, basically, right? And so it's it's one of those things. Like I don't know, it's too much for me, and so I don't know. I'm not the biggest Superman uh, fan, you know. He's the only Superman stories I like is when he's like portrayed as like the guy that needs to be stopped. Yeah, <laughs> and so I don't know. Well, it, it kind of goes down to that. Okay, well, what do we do differently here that makes me right. want to tune in? Yeah, right. I get you. Uh, the Mighty Ducks, Game Changers is what it's going to be called. It's a new series for Disney Plus streaming March the 26th. I would imagine, much like other Disney Plus series, will come one episode a week. Yep. Um, it does feature Emilio Estevez. He was in the trailer. Um, I was all about a new Mighty Ducks when Disney Plus announced that. I watched the trailer, and it reminded me of the Sandlot sequels that were like direct-to-DVD. Yeah. Where it was just like, oh, this is not at all the same. Um, it's cool seeing Emilio Estevez again. There's Gordon Bombay, who kind of looks like he's taken over the skate shop that he used to visit his old friend in and stuff. I don't know. Like, maybe I'll watch it, but I'm not sure. You have any thoughts? Yeah, it's to me, it's one of those movies where, or one of those shows that I will check it out, but I have no hopes for it whatsoever. Yeah. It's... Like, even for me, like, the idea of watching The Mighty Ducks, loved it as a kid, but, like, the idea of sitting down and watching The Mighty Ducks, it kind of sounds awful to me. Well, the the original t- two or three movies I, I can still probably watch because there's, there's some elements there that I enjoy. But I feel like in a lot of ways this is kind of like if they read it Three Ninjas. Yes. Like, like, let's say the oldest brother is the grandpa now or something or the dad. and Right. And, you know, like, okay. It's, if these are not done well... They don't work. That being said, if you would have told me, like, hey, we're going to make a sequel series to, to Karate Kid, I'd be like, well, that sounds awful. Yeah. But that one works. I don't know. So it's it's definitely a wait and see. Yeah, most definitely. And and I don't know. I mean, for me, a lot of, we're getting a lot of remakes, obviously. We know yeah. that. I mean, with, with the Cobra Kai and things like that. But, like, not everything needs to be touched and revamped. I mean... I bet this will be a lot like Fuller House, where more like you'll you'll see like the Charlie Conways and the Goldbergs make cameos, but they don't really aren't really a part of the show type of thing. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I don't know. It's I'm not too crazy about the idea. I think Fuller House imploded that for me because I remember we were stoked for that, right? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, because it's like oh man, this is great, and it's like oh, so it's the three it's the three girls, and they have. You know, DJ has three boys. It's just like the original, but they just switched everything. Right. And the regular cast members will just visit from time to time. This is perfect. And it's not that good. It's not that good. It's okay. And then after like two or three episodes, it's like, eh, all right, I'm good. Yep. After you watch that reunion, you're like, all right, that's fine. 
And I think it kind of had the same effect that a lot of people felt like with uh, Girl Meets World mm-hmm. um, when that came out. Which, for me, like that show, I don't know if you watched a lot of that show. I didn't. My niece liked it, though. I, which I actually did like it. But one thing that I really noticed is that they didn't touch on a lot of the topics that Boy Meets World wasn't afraid to. You know, like they kept the, it a little bit Disney Channel, very Disney Channel, and I mean to be fair, it was like Boy Meets World was ABC, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if they were owned Which is by a subsidiary of Disney, and I don't know if it was back then when it was, it was out, yeah. was it already? So I mean, they should have been able to tackle a lot of those subjects, but it was very, you know. But again, ABC is a could do a little bit more than the Disney Channel, right? And so. It, it was just one of those things where it didn't it didn't really translate as well because they didn't get as serious as Boy Meets World wasn't wasn't afraid to. Yeah, but I well, I've always and we've talked about it before. I always like the fact that Boy Meets World that you know Corey had kind of a delinquent friend, right? Where you could say, oh, he's a bad influence, but really maybe Corey was the good influence that Sean needed, right? Yeah, and what would have happened if they didn't stay friends? He would probably went way off further. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. But going back to uh, the Mighty Ducks and stuff, um, I don't know. I I think it's it's fun to to revisit things like this, but it's also a thing. If we revisit everything, we're going to destroy our childhood memories yeah. to a degree. Yeah, you big know? time. Well, and even that new Say by the Bell series, like to me, it's like, eh, it's not that good. Yeah, do, do we need it? Right. Yeah, I, I completely get you. Well, we got a little bit of toy talk, so what do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show, we'll break your brain, do a bit of toy talk. Here we go, open the box, it's the part of the show, we'll break your brain, do a bit of toy talk. All right, Big Underscore Bane, you were uh, pretty stoked to hear this news. Hasbro has announced they are doing a Sasha Banks Star Wars figure. Yeah, very cool. Which is interesting, obviously, because you know Mattel does the WWE figures, I believe... She may be one of the only like WWE contracted performers to get a mainstream action. And I know someone will correct me, but I, I'm trying to think of other situations where someone got another big time action figure from a movie or a television show. It's I feel like it's happened. And it may but have. not with somebody who's currently on the roster. And I don't include Funko Pops because that's you know well, no, they yeah, do everything. No, but I'm yeah. talking like straight up action figures. Well, I don't know. Well, and not as their wrestling character either. Right, because The Rock had some Scorpion King figures, but those were actually made by Jax back in the day. Yeah. So I I don't I can't think of any right off hand. And maybe there have been. I feel like it's happened, but I I mean, I can't tell you. Yeah. You know, I mean, but I don't know. Like, I know, obviously, The Rock has had plenty of figures from his movies and things mm-hmm. like that. But, like, I don't... I feel like it's happened. I, I feel like that's something probably Jeff and Scott would know. They may, yeah. Um, it's it's one of those things. This is really cool for her. Big time, yeah. And I think... Because she'll be in that Mando gear that she was in. I mean, right. it'll be really cool. And, you know, Hasbro does amazing with the Star Wars figures. I think what's going to happen, though, is that all the wrestling figure collectors... That will be one they pick up, even if they don't buy Star Wars. Big time. So it could be a huge, like... Oh, we need to keep her on season three because this is the she, fan base is there. She's a moneymaker. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's that's definitely cool stuff. Um, AEW, there was a reveal. Obviously, Wave 4 is coming out, which I don't know if you saw those pictures. The, the figures look immensely better than they, they have in the past. Yeah, they're starting to get there. Yeah, yeah, they're looking really good. I, you did make a comment about how that was the weirdest-looking Matt Hardy figure you've ever seen. Yep. That it, chase. Yeah. It is super weird. Yeah, really weird. I don't even get the clothes he's wearing. Like, it just... 
everything about it, it's like this is bizarre looking. The the regular one looks good though, yeah. with like the broken robe that he has. And even that Cody figure that they showed has that extra head. That extra head looks like weird as he looks pouty and like yeah, I'm like what is going on there, pal? Were you sad about something? The Kenny Omega looks really good. Kenny does look good. Uh, I thought Santana and Ortiz they killed it with those two. Yes, I um, uh, which one's the Afro dude? That's Ortiz. Ortiz. That that afro looks ridiculous in figure form. It's I like that he also has a regular head where it's pulled back. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, um, and then of course Sammy Guevara looks pretty good. A lot of people because his tongue sticking out. People thought, why wouldn't you do an extra head where it's not? Yeah, yeah that that kind of was a, a weird thing. But there was a leak of the back of the card for potentially what is slated to be Wave Five, which includes John Moxley and Hangman Adam Page, which would be redos. Which mm-hmm. I know you are a huge fan of that. Oh yeah, <laughs> and oh, then. Yeah. Um, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian from SCU. And on the package, they're holding the AEW tag belt. So it makes me wonder if they will include those. Yeah, and I saw the picture of Kaz, and I did not like the scan so far, at least with what they had on there. Of, like, his actual picture? It was Yeah, was that an actual picture of him? Yeah. Because I could not even recognize him. Yeah. I was like, who the hell is that guy? It's <laughs> such a weird picture. Yeah, and then uh, the last two, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Which, oddly enough, I found this, and I found this to be really interesting, and I was going to get your take on the show. I saw some Amazon links that people were posting of potential figures, mm-hmm. and it showed Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. On next to it, it said Wave 3. Okay. I'm wondering if they were supposed to be in Wave 3, and they got bumped for New Young Bucks. Probably. And that goes back to your whole point of, like, why wouldn't you put six new figures out? Right. Young Young Bucks got the stroke, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're going to, they're like, hell no, pal. We need a new payday. Oddly enough, I read somewhere online, someone posted this. There's actually, you know how many Cody figures there have been so far in AEW's line? Like five. Seven. Seven. <laughs> I, it's so funny because I, I think it was a Britt Baker. She, yeah. She quoted, she's like, thank God we got another Cody figure. I was worried. <laughs> Did you see the the post she made? It was like, um, leaked AEW Wave 5, and I don't know if she just photoshopped it real quick, but it was like all Cody in different colors. <laughs> and then like the chase was a pharaoh. And I'm like, Which, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, he's got to understand, like, you know, she's got a point. Like, and, and granted, like, they're including the chase figures, which are, yeah, they're different a little bit. But you still don't need a new Cody every line. But I mean, like in Wave 4, he has a chase as well. Right. Now, they, they did make the chase with the net tat, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And he's got a, a ringside exclusive. Looks like it's coming out with the TNT belt. Again, okay, that makes sense. And he's got the blood and guts pack with Dustin where they're bloody. Okay, but, yeah, do we need seven? Come on, give us give us the underneath guys. We haven't even had seven waves yet. Five. Why do we have seven Cody's? Four officially announced. The fifth one is rumored, but back of the box does make sense based on what they showed. I don't know, but I, I am I'm excited that Luchasaurus has finally got a, a yeah, figure. Yeah, me too. I've been clamoring for a Luchasaurus figure since the beginning. He's one that I'll actually probably buy. Yeah, so I thought that was I thought was interesting. Um, but again, to be fair, the like I saw all of Wave Three hit a local Walmart, mm-hmm. and then two days later, all of them were gone, including the Young Bucks. Yeah, so they're moving. I mean, well, and they're going to move. I mean, it's. It's still a fresh line. I mean, it's a fresh company still. It's it's going to move. I mean, the figures do look good. You know, I mean, so it's it's going to be one of those things. They're going to keep moving until, like, people quit wanting to buy them. Yeah. And, 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 you know, to be fair, like, my nephew 
told me he really wants a John Moxley figure. Okay, I can, mm-hmm. I can grab one of those for you. But I'm realizing now, like, you can't find them in stores hardly. Right. So I am glad he is re-released in Wave 5 because it's like, well, at least now sure, I will be able to find one. So there, there and, is that element there. Well, I and, get that. And that's, that, is, that is one thing to consider. I get why they're redoing all these figures that they did in Series 1 because right. it gives more people an opportunity to get them. Um, but still, it's pretty important to branch out right it's it seems almost like the new issue is two redos four new figures every right. wave and and i mean let's be honest mattel isn't innocent of that i mean how often do we see an aj styles figure or, right. you know seth what i mean rollins. with seth rollins so it's it's one of those things where like yeah we get it that happens but like you're a pretty new company like you ought to yeah. you ought to branch out to some of these guys who haven't had figures before even even at the beginning i felt like cody should have probably been waited until about series four i thought they would i, I thought they would have mixed the elite guys I, I didn't think they'd put all of them in wave one i thought right. they would be like wave one like okay cody and then yeah. you know kip sabian right someone like it that it was like oh that's interesting i felt like it should have been focused on jericho Mm-hmm. And that should have sure. been the centerpiece, and then you should have had Moxley in there with him. Which, um, and, and then I think I feel like it should have been like those two, and then I like you could throw thrown in the Young Bucks, but like it should have been centered more on like one guy as your you know your main event of the line, and then have some guys that haven't really had figures before because right. we've already had Moxley figures, we've already had uh, Cody Rhodes figures, we've already had you know. Dustin Rose figures. I mean, granted, they were called different names, but like, and they're slightly new costumes, and right? Stuff. But like, we've seen that before. Like, get some fresh faces and like at first, and then slowly bring in those guys as new with new figures. Which Luchasaurus would have fit in perfect for that? Absolutely. Never had a figure and has an amazing look. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that will happen. Now they also Jeremy also announced AEW Unmatched, which I think we may have talked about last week. I don't remember mm-hmm. right offhand, but they have revealed now that there will be some. LJN and retro Hasbro style figures mixed in in those waves. And those Amazon link lists, wave one will include LJN, Cody Rhodes. Of course. Yeah. And then wave three will actually have an LJN, Darby Allen, according to what these leak lists show. But they also showed wave one will include, um, I believe, Britt Baker and Miro, which again, okay. Miro's had many figures. Yeah. As Rusev, of course, but first for Britt Baker. So, yeah. And those are supposed to hit in the fall, I guess. But. I don't know. I mean, Sting will obviously have AEW figures. Yep. And it, that's, I get it, but it's like, yeah, I do understand that we need to mix them in and, you yes. know, well, stuff like that. And, and let's, let's talk about the LJN for a minute. I mean, you know, those are going to be impossible to find. Even more so than the other ones. Because they're probably going to be chased to some degree. Either either chase or they're limited edition in some sense. And so... I, I, I'm, I may get heat from the figure community for this. I don't think I'll even buy those. I won't, unless they look good. I mean, I... Well, here's the thing. One of the biggest regrets I have is purchasing the Young Bucks LJNs. Well, here, here's my thing, and here's why I say that. After the LJN line died, WCW made that LJN line mm-hmm. not as good. I liked it though. Yeah, but I, I have mean, a Vader, I have a Vader somewhere in the LJN style. And it's like that was badass. They're they're okay, but I'm just at the time I was just like, eh, I'm not really into these. Right. Then Jax did a classic superstars LJN one figure per wave, so it's like Triple H as LJN Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Never really liked those. Yeah. I just don't see these like 
hitting me in the feels. They're statues, really. Yeah. And it's not really something that you actually play with. I mean, granted, we're all 35. We're not sitting around with a wrestling ring playing figures unless we're we're taking photos. Right, right. And and even if you try to, it's like, oh, God, I can't sit on the floor. You know? Right. So it's a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit different. And, you know, I played figures with my nephew and stuff, but it's like, it's physically hard. Yeah. You know, let's put this ring up on the table. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's hard to do. But at the same time, if they tried, if they did retro Hasbro style figures, Again, could be fun. Yep. Like if you saw like a Hasbro John Moxley, but they've done a Dean Ambrose retro already. Right. But if there's a Hasbro, I don't, I don't know, like random Dustin Rhodes, which they did a Gold Dust or Luchasaurus. Yeah. Okay, that might be fun, you know, because yeah. kind of the different look. But even the Hasbro ret- or the Mattel retros, a lot of people love those figures. But let's be honest, they weren't that great. They weren't that great. And they like, I mean, I always go back to the jumpy pose, but even 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 without taking that into consideration, it's it ran its course pretty quick for me anyway. Like after series three, I was like, okay, this is dumb, you know. Like I mean, Goldberg's a jumper. It's like what? Right. I mean, granted, he's got a spear, but like, it's not it's, jumping forward; it's jumping up. It shouldn't have been the jumper right. though. And so it's. It's just one of those things where it was kind of... And they were all over the place. It's like they release a modern-day Jericho, but then a Kurt Angle with hair. Right. And then it's like, okay, so you got a you know a more modern-day Shawn Michaels, but then it's Attitude Era Triple H. Right. That's what I didn't like. It's like, yeah. okay, we got... I get it. There's different eras, but... And then they finally do Macho Man, and he's NWO. It's like... Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, and then... But then they eventually did the green trucks, like old school style. But, you know... I still think Masters of the WWE Universe are head and shoulders above um, the Hasbros. No, 100%. I mean... You know? Um, I think those... What they've done, though, is they've they've effectively mashed two lines that yep. people dig. I think that that's fun. Like, they made Goldberg as Ram Man. Like, yeah. But again, that makes sense. Right. So, yeah, I, I completely agree, but... Anyway, so that's uh, that's some that's a little bit of toy talk for you. But now we need to dive into the next big PHPW event, man. You want to announce what it's going to be? Yes. So February, it's the uh, the month of love, you know. And but every now and then, Cupid gets a little PO'd. So at the end of the month, Cupid will have his revenge. With Cupid's revenge. Boom. PHPW Cupid's revenge. Yes. And. Um, I don't. I don't think we ought to announce matches just yet. No, I don't think so. Because I think uh, we ought to wait a week to let everybody, you know, have a chance to watch the show. But the um, I'm down for maybe some announcements next week if we have time. Yeah, I think I think we can announce maybe the main event next week, and Hell you yeah. know, um, maybe a couple more. But it's um, it's going to be a great pay per view, and there's a lot of stuff that's um, that's going down. We do know that Jordan Zeilinger does get a championship rematch. That is, but we don't know who he's going to face just yet. Right, and so uh, we're not going to again. We're not going to say who's who, who the uh, the champion is, but it's going to be a hell of a match. And um, if we know Jordan, he's probably going to have those uh, wreck my podcast boys by his side. I have a feeling he may. Yeah, yeah. And of course, they're all in action separately at Resolution Reckoning. Yes. So we'll see how they do. Uh, but we also we want to dive into our last tournament. Or not our last tournament. Our uh, last first round match of this current tournament. Best to never be WWE champion. Big underscore Bane. We had our third bracket recently. I'm going to pull up the results right now. 
This was, I felt like, of all the uh, matches we've had in this tournament so far, this is one of the hardest ones to to actually pick. Um, who should have been WWE champion, Rowdy Roddy Piper or Brian Pillman? And let me tell you, the results are insane on this one. Okay. 85% to 15%. Wow. A runaway for the winner, Rowdy Roddy Piper. You've got to be kidding me. Piper won that. Piper won. Wow. I think, I think to, to be fair, Piper was closer to being champion than Pillman was. I was looking at it more like if Pillman had stayed alive, he would have gotten there, I think, with Austin being and, number one guy. Like, it was going to happen. Yeah, but you know what's interesting about that is I feel like Piper was never, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I like Brian Pillman so much more than I ever liked Piper. Sure. So it's it's odd to me that people would vote that strongly for Piper. Well, this sets up a, a semifinal match. We will now see Owen Hart against Rowdy Roddy Piper. See, before you told me the the match, I would have said Owen Hart wins no matter what. You know, but now who knows? But the way people voted, I mean, it could be pretty close. It absolutely could be. Well, this is going to be our last first round match. The winner of this will, of course, face Razor Ramon in the semifinals. We have Mister Perfect versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Again, now I don't really know what to vote for. You know, before the Piper and Pillman, I I would have said, you know, Mr. Perfect's going to take this one all the way. But, yeah. I mean, Ricky the Dragon, I mean, it was amazing. Both of them Intercontinental champions. I mean. Yeah. And, and they're and, both very associated with that Intercontinental title. Right. And uh, Ricky the Dragon, wasn't he also WCW world champion? Well, it was I NWA, mean, but yes. Right. Yeah. And so he's, he's no, uh, no stranger to, to, to wearing the gold. I think, you know, obviously he was NWA world champion, had that great series with Flair in 89. Mr. Perfect got closer to the WWE title with his yep. feud with Hogan. Yeah. But it's also one of those things of you kind of knew even at that time, like, you know, Mr. Perfect's not winning the title. Well, not that he shouldn't have, but it just right. is what it was. It's it's kind of essentially the same concept as, like, Earthquake versus Hogan. It's right. like, we know Earthquake's not WWF champion. He's going to do the big thing. Hogan's going to hulk up, you right. know, three punches, boot and a leg drop. I mean, yeah. we, we know the deal. Yeah. So that will be an interesting one. And I, I feel like that one could be closer than almost any poll we've had. Yeah. And, I mean... Yeah, that that'll be that'll be an interesting one for sure because even you know Mr. Perfect he was one of those even in WCW I felt like he always had a title yeah you know US I mean, champion a lot yeah but never the top guy yeah and so it's uh I'm I'm curious to see how this one plays out definitely so make sure to vote over at BBPH nine one eight let us know what you think beginner Scorbane anything else you want to add before we get out of here man you know what let's just wrap it on up we're gonna wrap it on up of course you know we want to. Throw the shout out to all of our podcasting buddies, the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott over there. I mean, Jeff's eating hot dogs and you know spraying his countertops with Radical Skedaddle, but he's a good dude. You know, he's a good dude. He's got sticky sticky countertops now, but he's a good dude. <laughs> sticky countertops. <laughs> what a weird nickname. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, but check out Fully Posable. Uh, great dudes. Love talking to those guys. Um, doing the favor, Eric and Barry. Great dudes, great show. Absolutely. Can't recommend it enough. Check it out. Absolutely. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Great dudes over there as well, and a nice, fun retro look at wrestling. So highly recommend that show as well. Yep. Ringside Rant with RJ. Check out his show. 
the Leisure and Lariats podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Um, I was just a guest on his show for part one. So nice. check out his show. It's, uh, it's a fun listen. I think everyone will enjoy. And uh, part two will be coming up on Monday. Elite Eight Showdown with uh, with old Big Chuck and Tim over there. Oh, yeah. You know, those those guys. They just released an episode uh, as we record this today that I saw was the the best actor whose name you don't know. Okay. That's a pretty interesting. That's a very interesting one. Yeah, because we've all seen that actor like on a TV show or a movie. We're like, that guy's good. Don't know who the hell he is, though. Unless right. like you look it up, I guess. Right, yeah, which I always do. I do, too, yeah. now, but back in the day, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, It's like, oh, I've seen that guy. He's in that. Sit there and rack your brain or, or wait till the credits roll up, roll around. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Boots to the Face. Check out their show. The Estate Tales with uh, with old Drew Vinsel and his wife, uh, Caitlin. That's becoming one of my favorite podcasts. He's actually doing a, a pretty fun little giveaway. I don't know if you saw this or not, where people just liked it, and he entered you into a Royal Rumble pool. And if oh, you're, nice. I think I'm number 14, I believe, in the Women's Rumble. So whoever enters that, if they win, I, I get I get a little prize pack. Okay. We should do that, too. We should, that's yeah. That's a great idea. It's a, it's a fun, but of course, that's kind of late now. But that yeah. would have been, yeah. Yeah. That been a fun little giveaway. Um, write my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew over there that uh, apparently are going to be watching his back. Yeah, and PHPW. Yeah, great, great show over there. I've, I've, Absolutely. Yeah, great guys. We'll see how it plays out for him at uh, Cupid's Revenge. Definitely uh, trivia with buds with Ryan Budge. Check out his show, and then finally our artists at the Art of Jason Wolf. Um, I'm actually wearing one of his shirts right now. You are. This is this is a fun one. He just released it on T Public. It's like the '91 Rumble poster. Yep. But he Hasbro styled it. Now looking at it, how cool would it be to get a Hogan and Warrior figure in that in that attire? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be great. I think that's that's fun stuff. So check out uh, check out all his work over at DoyleDraws.com. You can find his T-shirts and all the art that he's doing. But of course, also check out his podcast, Howlin' with the Wolf. Yeah. Let him uh, tell you all the people that he dislikes. It's he just, hilarious. He just dropped some new episodes recently. He did. So yeah, definitely check that out. Yep. Grapple Holden to be the man. Evil ain't good. If you like your wrestling comic books, Grapple Holds from uh, loyal listener David Thomas, and you can find those on Amazon. To be the man's also on Comicsology. And then, of course, me and Bane have some other projects. No Holds Barred with Bill Benis, which, you know. Nothing nothing there yet. Nothing there yet. I'm just glad Wait, I have not seen that guy in months. Yeah. And I don't want to see him again. Yeah. Me ever. Either. Me neither. Um, and I don't think he'll be turning up anywhere anytime soon. I don't think so. I haven't heard from him, so yeah, that's all good. It's definitely good. And then, of course, my new show. You know it's fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in pro wrestling. This past week just dropped an episode with Ruthless Ryan Davidson, so go check that out. It's pretty fun. And I actually did a little giveaway announcement there with my niece and nephew, which was probably by far the hardest thing I've ever had to record in my entire life. Yeah. Because my nephew did not get the concept that this microphone does not make noise. Yeah. Which is what he was wanting to do. And so <laughs> he thought by screaming in it, that would be better. And I'm like, please, please don't scream in the microphone. It's not going to be better. <laughs> so that was, that, was a, that was a challenge for sure, but a lot of fun. And uh, episode four drops uh, tomorrow. So check it out. And then, of course, all of Bane's tunes. You can find those on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your music. Yes, it is all available right meow. So check it out. You say right meow. How, how would I say meow? I don't know, but it sounded like you did. Think I'm a little kitty cat? I thought you were doing like a Super Troopers thing. So let's move on meow. 
Okay. <laughs> big, 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 big freak. <laughs> Check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. Once a week, you get our energy shot. And, of course, um, you know, any uh, ongoing information that we'll throw out your way. So check you, that out. You get the energy shot whenever the hell I upload it because I can't seem to remember. Yeah, because I don't think you put one up this week, <laughs> did you? No, I didn't. <laughs> I still got to do that. <laughs> yeah, someone send Bane some reminders, okay? Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, uh, Average Panda Gear and Outsiders Beard Co. Yep. No new news. Nothing new, uh, but, no, no but new it's news. all there. It's all up get, there. Uh, want to get your beard products or your uh, Average Man... I say average man, average panda, but it's for a guy. They're not bare clothes, right? For a guy or a girl. I mean, you can, you know, if you're a girl, you can wear them too. Um, uh, But uh, yeah, it's just average clothes. I do have the new shirt up there that I put up uh, about a week or so ago, the new year, new meh. So it's up there and available. Uh, No new news as far as Outsiders Beer Code goes. Um, The uh, the winter scents are still available. So obviously Christmas stuff is gone, but uh, you can check out the winter stuff right now. So Check it out. Do it. Then all of our t-shirts are available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.RedBubble.com, or WhatAManeuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour and Big Underscore Bane. Also has a shirt store there. Just search for Bane. Yep. And uh, you can pick up all of our threads. Oh, yeah. Anything else, man? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out episode 365 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? Good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can't dig it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.